0: Welcome
1: to the Fantasy Footballers DFS Podcast Coming to you from the Play Draft Studios With your hosts, Mike Wright, Ben Cummins, and Chris Meany Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the podcast. This is the Fantasy Footballers DFS Podcast. It's week 17. Rinse, wash, and keep it clean. I'm your host, Mike, the fantasy hitman, right? Joined by my loyalist of compadres
2: in the DFS world, Mr. Chris Meany. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing great. Yes, off the top here. Week 17, the DFS does not stop. This is going to be a wild week. We're going to have. This is the week, actually, Mike, to have. Like, obviously, every week is the week to have the ultimate DFS pass, but this is especially like. I'm just rolling through all these. Like, don't want to call them scrubs, but there's a lot of value plays out there. Some guys that you would not expect are going to show up this week.
1: Yes, value plays (laughs) is what we like to refer to them as. We do not want to discriminate against. Said Scrubs, I mean, <laughs> TLC would not be rolling with that. We're joined. He's back. He's he's not in his normal location. He's broadcasting internationally, but that's not going to stop him from bringing the hot takes from spending all of your salary cap on two players. Mr. Ben Cummins, how you doing, buddy?
0: Man, Mike, I got to tell you, if I woke up tomorrow with my head sewn to the carpet, I wouldn't be any more surprised than I am right now. Because that Christmas vacation take on <laughs> Christmas night, man, out of all people, I did not expect that from you. And I got to tell you. Uh, the next day, yesterday, I woke up, and I had a 24-hour virus, and it was not good. It was pretty yeah. rough. I'm feeling better if, now. If you, but if you don't know what he's talking about. Right after what you started talking about with Christmas Vacation. So I'm going to blame that one on you, and I'm still very, very upset with you, as is Matt Harmon. Shout out, Matt Harmon. And
1: uh, honestly, I don't care either way <laughs> No, not about you me upsetting you honestly i don't care either way about that but i uh i besmirched the name of christmas vacation simply because i knew it would throw twitter into a frenzy i can take it or leave it but here we are it's week 17 gonna keep you in the green gonna talk about those cash game picks straight cash homie all right, let's start at the quarterback position. Christopher Meany, how are you starting the foundations of your cash lineups? And real quick, actually, I'm going to take an aside here for the fellas. It's week 17. There are crazy things that happen, similar to week one, where you feel like you can't have a complete two-handed firm grasp on what's going to go on because teams like the Cowboys, they're, they say – they're playing their starters, but their team is playing for absolutely nothing. Right. So in NFL terms, it makes no sense for you to risk injury for your players. and uh, Just lots of different scenarios. So we'll start with Chris, and then I'll flip it to Ben. Do you do anything different in Week 17? Like, Do you go only tournaments? Do you try and focus more on, on cash games, or are you trying to still – Play a little bit of both. How do you treat this week?
2: Yeah, mostly cash, Mike. Uh, Okay. Yeah, mostly I'll just be uh, attacking games. You know, you look at it both sides. Meaningful games, of course, in the NFL. You're talking about Dallas Cowboys and Jerry Jones is. is, I'm calling him out. He's lying. He's not going to be playing all the starters. There's no question. They're not going to risk that opportunity. Dallas is already locked into a playoff spot. They know that they're hosting a playoff game next week. So I'm going to look at meaningful games, but I'm really just going to focus on cash. You know, it it could be like, for example here tampa bay and atlanta this is a game that i'll attack i know both of these teams are they're out of the playoffs they're, they're no question they're not going to make the postseason but both these quarterbacks are going to play it's a high total 51 points and it's going to be a warm environment so i'm not going to take a lot of risks and tournaments you're going to see some guys pop up we'll talk about some we'll have some fun with them uh, a lot of value plays out there guys that you know haven't showed up all season are going to have an opportunity to play week 17 they're really going to dig deep on on teams deep depth charts so for me you start at the quarterback position. I'm looking at two quarterbacks here that are just really, really safe. Ben's got a couple that I like as well, but Jameis Winston and Matt Ryan. Now, I do think- you be-
1: you really believe Jameis is, is safe when the coaching staff has uh-huh. said that backup third stringer Ryan Griffin is likely to see some time playing?
2: I don't like to hear that uh, <laughs> at all. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> you, you know, I still am going to – Roll out Jameis Winston. And, you know, I I still think he's a solid play. Cheaper than Matt Ryan. And, you know, with Jameis too, like, passing attempts is huge. So if you're thinking about tournaments as well, like, he's always you know, a lock to finish in the top five, just slinging the football. It's like I said, it's a it's a high total here. Both defenses rank near the bottom in, in terms of pass DVOA and just yards allowed in general, passing yards. And for Jameis, just look back at earlier in the season, one of his best matchups, his best games came against this Atlanta Falcons team. He had 395 yards, four touchdowns. Uh, I like a lot of his weapons here. So, uh, yeah, I, I am a little bit concerned, you know, to hear that winston could potentially maybe sit out but uh, i'm still banking on the fact that they're gonna let him have the opportunity here to maybe prove himself one more time maybe he's not a maybe this is his last game as a, as a right it could it's, be. it's certainly a possibility uh and i think you know he's gonna he's gonna be slinging it early and often and i think he's gonna want to prove himself here and it will stick him in the ballgame all right ben uh, before you talk about your quarterbacks you how do you handle week 17
0: yeah, as we've discussed, my game selection has been changing. I actually do think Week Seventeen is a pretty fun and interesting tournament week um, because we've talked about there's so many scenarios. Those there's so many cheap plays. Like there's so many different ways that you can go. But I have been trending to more of a cash player, and that's you know what I'm going to side again this week. So I'm kind of with Meanie on that. But in general, you know, we're talking about it right there. There's a little bit of a concern in terms of Jameis Winston's. You know, playing time. There's a lot of players like that. So in general, I'm, you know, when I can, I want to focus on teams that I know are highly motivated and I know are going to play their starters all the time. So that transitions us into, uh, you know, my two plays at the quarterback position. And that will be a a theme for me throughout the show. Uh, Really like the Steelers this week, really rooting for them to make the playoffs uh, I just, you know, I think it's more fun when they're in there. Big Ben is who I want to talk about right now. He's balled out pretty much all year, and I don't think this spot It's, it's can
1: possibly be- his best season that he's ever had. He yeah. should, assuming he has just a mediocre game, he should surpass 5000 passing yards for the first time.
0: Mm-hmm. Wow. And what, you know, obviously it helps when you have two of the best receivers in the game get out of here with any of this juju nonsense. He had over a hundred yards. He balled out team juju all day. Um, and that helps Ben Roethlisberger who I don't think could have a better spot here at home against the Bengals who we've wanted to attack over and over their 30th and passing yards a lot per game, 28th and past DVOA that's bottom of the barrel there. And, you know, we've talked about how good he's been and how motivated they are. So boom, right there. He's one of my favorite, if not my favorite quarterback plays of the week. And then we also have BDN St. Nick, who just led me to a uh, fantasy football championship. So, uh, you know, I'm loving it. But, you know, he has been good when he's gotten opportunities. Some of the throws he had last week were incredible. This is another spot where the Eagles are playing for their playoff lives. Washington, on the other hand, you know, just cut one of their better defensive players. They're out of the playoffs now on to their third or fourth string quarterback. They don't have anything to play for. So the Eagles trying to get in in a good spot, I think, here with Nick Foles. And he continues to be cheaper now, not as cheap as he was last week where, uh, you know, we were all over that. But still at $5,900 on DraftKings is still, you know, you're saving 1100 off of Roethlisberger. So a spot there that I like as well, not a matchup that scares me. And again, the motivation factor is there for Foles.
2: Yeah, Mike, I was going to talk about Josh Allen, and, you know, they're just the exact same price, basically, on DraftKings. It's like there seems there's more upside in rolling out a guy like Nick Foles, I I, I think, if you're going to play in tournaments in cash. But for Allen, too, as well, like he ran into Bill Belichick last week. I mean, that happens to the best of guys, right? But I look at Miami. This is a good matchup for him 231 passing yards four weeks ago against the Dolphins. This is the second most he's had in his career. I know that's not a lot, but he also torched them on the ground nine carries over 130 yards on the ground. So that's a good spot for him as well. But, yeah, if you're looking at price and a cheap play, it's hard not to go back to Nick Foles.
1: Let's go to the running back position. Chris Meany, how are you looking at it?
2: So I'm just, uh, I'm going to spend down here at the running back position, uh, mostly, you know, in, in all of my lineups, Jeff Wilson Jr. Now that Matt Breda has ruled out of this game, I think it's, you know, you can go back to Jeff Wilson. We talked about him on this podcast before a couple of times, 90 yards on 23 carries three weeks ago when Breida was sidelined. He also had a game with 61 yards on 15 carries when Breida missed the second half in that game. He had eight catches, nine targets, another 73 yards. So I think, you know, the 49ers are probably going to be down in this football game. Yeah, they'll give him a few carries, but he's and catch up a few balls out of the backfield. Mike, we talked about Elijah McGuire last week not being yeah. super efficient. Doesn't and matter. Workhorse, does, yeah. yeah, it really doesn't matter. He's got 49 carries in his last three games, 137 rushing yards. I know that's not great, but he has a touchdown in each of those three games. He's a lock for all the work inside the red zone. Nine catches on 13 targets in those three games as well. So passing, trying to play catch up against New England. Also, the Patriots haven't been great on the ground either. They've allowed the fourth rushing yards Fourth most rushing yards, rather over the last four weeks. So McGuire is he's still relatively cheap and affordable. All right,
1: Ben. It looks like you are gonna you pay the price for the Week 16 hero, Mister CJ Anderson. Yeah, coming off of the street, telling uh, telling everyone that running backs don't matter. Right when he dropped, <laughs> what was it like a one thirty? I can't remember how many rushing yards, but he went absolutely nuclear in championship week against the Arizona Cardinals. And it's not looking very positive yet again for Todd Gurley. So you are comfortable with that
0: C.J. Anderson start. Yes, I am. 162 total yards and a touchdown. And I was somebody that was very skeptical going into last week just because he was signed less than a week before. Definitely thought John Kelly would get a little bit more work. Oh,
1: uh, yeah, us John Kelly truthers, yeah. we have we have been yeah. stomped yeah. into yeah. the basement.
0: So, yeah, I uh, I've definitely kind of, you know, looked at what we saw last week and I'm on board. Granted, he has risen up in price a little bit, but still at only fifty four hundred dollars, Obviously, like you said, looks like Todd Gurley's not going to play another team, the Rams, that still have plenty to play for trying to make sure they have a first round bye, all of that stuff. Uh, now, this matchup isn't, you know, super solid. It's not as good as the one C.J. Anderson had last week. The 49ers run defense is a little bit better, but the more important factor is what we saw all of those touches, 23 opportunities last week for Anderson in one of the best offenses in football. Um, and he looked good. He looked his same self that he did last year when he rushed for over a 1,000 yards on the Broncos. Um, so, you know, obviously, shout-out to Jason Moore, who was all about it, and, and uh, it yes, came to Yes, he fruition. was. Yes, uh, absolutely. Uh, was. I was as so, well. Loved it. Loved awesome. seeing it. Yeah, so I'm starting there just because, again... Even though the matchup isn't fantastic, it's not awful either. And he's still cheap enough. And then the other guy I wanted to talk about, which it is changing a little bit. So I love that you threw out Elijah McGuire and Jeff Wilson because those are two other guys that are affordable that you can pivot to. But I still do like Damian Williams a lot. It looks like Spencer Ware is going to play this week, which definitely, um, you know. Reduces Damian Williams value a little bit Which makes me sad because I haven't gotten to talk about How much I like this guy I liked him last year when he got playing time in Miami And he produced and now he comes into Kansas City And he just keeps balling out Now granted another reason To to show that running backs don't really matter But I have always kind of thought um, Just with the eye test a little bit That uh, Damian Williams is pretty good And um, even if his opportunities Go down a little bit They're at home against Oakland Another team that's super motivated this week you know, we've picked on the Raiders defense over and over and over. I think we should continue to do so. And even with Damian Williams likely sharing some some time with Ware. Only $6,100. He's still cheaper than he should be. And I don't know. I mean, Williams, I think, uh, has shown to me that he's the better player than Ware. And so, yes, Ware comes back. But how much work does he actually get? We will find out. So I like both of those guys.
1: My dynasty team really needs the Kansas City Chiefs to decide that they like Damian Williams enough to re-sign him <laughs> and mm. make him make him the feature back. Nice, uh, Come on, Kansas City. I need you. All right. Talking about the wide receiver position, Chris Meany, who do you like?
2: yeah i'm gonna spend up again i'm gonna spend down run, run for running backs i'm gonna spend up wide receivers i think we've talked about robert woods almost every single week but yes, it's just boyfriend. you know at least four catches six to one yards and double digit fantasy points in 13 straight games i mean it's only week one is it's the only week where he really had a dud performance so he's one of the safest wideouts every single week and now he's finding the end zone lately three touchdowns over his last five games and yeah mike you bummed me out a little bit about the winston news we're gonna to have to keep a close eye on reports but i really like this football game um from a fantasy standpoint, I think there's going to be some points. Again, warm weather game. So Mike Evans, I'm going to him. His price has dropped a little bit. He's got 90 yards. He had 90 yards last week and at least 86 in five of his past six games. Notice Sean Jackson we will get into that, and what it means for the rest of the wide receivers in the, on this team in a little bit. But he's reached the century mark in three of his last five contests. He's got four catches in six straight games, so he's getting some work. And I don't mind his price. He's not priced up near the top with some of those stud, stud wideouts.
1: All right, let's talk wide receivers real quick. Ben, who you like?
0: Uh, so it's a little concerning because Antonio Brown gets a rest day on Wednesday and then doesn't practice on Thursday. So it's definitely something to watch. But as of now, I'm not going to overreact too much. And just seeing – I have ne- I have been one that has not wavered. I think Antonio Brown is the best receiver in the game and potentially one of, if not the best ever. I know that's that's a little bit of a hot take. But anyways, he's so yeah, good. Yeah, it's not hot at all. He's amazing. Yeah, love it, love it. It's so it's so fun to see him ball out on the biggest stage when it matters the most. Nineteen targets, fourteen catches, one hundred eighty-five yards, two touchdowns. That that toe t- tap grab, grab that at the end of the game that we see him make all the time. I mean, he's just. Incredible. And, you know, I think it's obvious I like the Steelers here at home against this awful Bengals team. So I want to find a way to get Brown on my team. Granted, we'll check the injury report, but it doesn't matter whether you play AB or Juju. They're around the same price. Both guys are fantastic plays. So I'm looking to pay up there, especially because you can still get stud running backs in week 17 and not have to pay up like we have had to do in the past, but you probably will need to save a little bit of money somewhere. And I'm looking at Kendrick Bourne right now because Dante Pettis has been balling out over the last month. And he's out. He's not going to play. Marquise Goodwin has been in and out of the lineup with his own injuries. Pierre Garcon's on IR. So Bourne is a guy that's super cheap. He's probably not going to blow up for you. But at only $3,800, he's going to be on the field and he should get Uh, a solid amount of targets. He played 90 for 95% of the snaps last week and caught four of his five targets for 73 yards. And now with Pettis out for the entire game in a game where the 49ers are going to have to throw to keep up with the Rams who are highly motivated. I like him as a cheap, uh, guaranteed volume and and playing time guy, um, at only 3,800 dollars. Ben coming in with the penny pension. Yeah, I like it. That's a well, good call. Right off
1: the top of the show. I mean, that's <laughs> that's amazing.
2: All right. Let's talk. Let's talk tight ends. Chris Meany who you like? Yeah, let's spend up. <laughs> let's spend <laughs> all the money on them. Seriously, I like like looking around the league here. We all know about the tight end position. We can get cute in tournaments if we want to, but you know, I love when this time of the year when guys are you know completely out of it. Teams, uh, you know, San Francisco is out of it. George Kittle is just a hundred yards shy of tying a tight end record for the most yards ever, and he's made it known he's that he wants to. Yes. Yeah, he wants to achieve this, and, and I mean, he certainly can. He twelve targets last week. He's going to get a few more with Pettis sideline as as. Back mentions, and, and for Kittle, at least six catches in five his past six games. He, he torched the Rams earlier in the season. He's third among ca- tight ends and catches. And, you know, he's he's awesome. We already know that. So I think you can, you know, spend up for him if you can afford it. And then there's Evan Ingram, who's just been on a tear over these past couple weeks. Where had he gone? Like, he was so quiet and invisible. And now with OBJ sidelined, you know, you can dial up Ingram. He's got at least 66 yards in four straight games, 14 catches, and 18 targets in his last two contests. So I think this is a good matchup for him, and I think he's in a great spot with no Odell again.
1: All right, Ben, you're coming in with the combo here. Hit him high, hit him low. A staple of the fantasy football DFS show, so let's have it.
0: I've got a few affordable guys this week. Um, I, I, I like records. I've I've always liked records. I like guys that are chasing records. So, Meanie, I'm on the same page as you. Travis Kelsey is is fighting with George Kittle yeah, yeah. for that for that record. So, um, again, the Chiefs at home, great spot against the Raiders. Um, you know, Kelsey and and uh, Zach Ertz having two of the best uh, tight end seasons of all time. Like both of those guys. But this is what I find super intriguing. Okay. We have Gerald Everett at only $2,800. And this is a fun nugget for playoff DFS because as Brooks wisely pointed out, let everybody know if you're not aware, we've talked about it a few times that um, you know DFS does not stop in the regular season. You can play in the playoffs and that is some of the most fun uh, DFS I've ever played. And I always play. So super excited about that. This is a trend. We want to see if it continues because in week 15, Josh Reynolds, who's taken over for Cooper Cup, played 99% of the snaps. Gerald Everett, 45%, Tyler Higby, 55%. But last week, we see Reynolds go all the way down to 51% and the tight ends spike up. Gerald Everett, 75%, and Tyler Higby, 74%. Was that a one week trend? I don't know. It remains to be seen. But my guess is that it's not. I think that, you know, you don't just change your offensive. System to you know destroy the Cardinals. I don't think you need to do that to destroy the Cardinals. So we will see. But Gerald Everett has been pretty solid lately. He's seen at least six targets in three straight games, and he's a pretty good player when he gets the opportunities. So in this offense, at that cheap of a price, if he was you know thirty five hundred to forty five hundred, it would be a little tougher. But at twenty eight hundred dollars, he gives you. If he gets another six targets, which I think is certainly plausible, if the playing time stays the same, which would be fun, uh, you know, he gives you that guaranteed volume at such a cheap price that you can go get some of these other guys at running back and receiver and even at quarterback. So he's a guy I'm very intrigued by.
2: You know, Mike, we mentioned him last week and, you know, he was in our lineup. Yeah, we did. Fairly cheap. He's cheaper this week. He was $2,900 $2, on DraftKings last week. Come yeah, on, that
0: 2800
2: just, <laughs> it doesn't make sense. So he's cheaper and he continues to get the same kind of volume <laughs> that Ben's talking about. Yeah, I think he's a solid play. All
1: right, let's talk DSTs pretty quick here, Chris Meany. You yeah. apparently were in the dock before Ben because you stole you stole oh, his I? beloved team.
0: <laughs> hey, take it.
2: <laughs> yeah, I will. Yeah, his team, the Steelers, right? Yeah. Lock him in. Put them all in your lineup this week. Every oh, yeah. every Steeler that you can get in, including their defense. I mean, why not? Driscoll's thrown 133 yards, 130 yards, and 170 yards in each of his last three games. He's very inaccurate, and Pittsburgh's going to roll in this game.
0: All right, Ben. Texans are highly motivated. Get to play at home. Have one of the best defenses in football. They're playing the embarrassing Jaguars. Yeah,
2: <laughs> <Damn>, Blake Bortles.
1: <laughs> that was fast. Before we jump into the tournament picks, you know what time it is. They've been sponsoring this show all season long. Pristine Auction, the best sports memorabilia website of all time. This is where I'm getting all my signed goodies. Oh, and goodies and goodies for me. It's that time. Maybe, maybe, uh, maybe someone didn't come through with the right. Christmas present. Well, guess what? It's not too late to treat yourself and get yourself something fancy from Pristine Auction. I'm looking at a beautiful signed Alvin Kamara jersey. I never worry about signatures from Pristine Auction using the best authenticators in the business and getting incredible deals. I have gotten so many signed jerseys for under under $70. I, this is not a lie, Foot Clan. I'm on there nearly every single day because they put up... Hundreds of new auctions every single day. you got to check it out. Stop stop dragging those feet and go just have a little peek. Make a completely free account. You let them know that you heard about them from the Fantasy Footballers DFS podcast, and then you have a good time. Pristine Auction, P-R-I-S-T-I-N-E Auction dot com. You down with GPP? Are you down with GPP? Yeah, you know me. Let's talk about it. Tournaments. Who are you throwing in there to get some of that high ceiling, high variance? Chris
2: Meany. Yeah, let's spend up. Let's spend up on a couple guys like Patrick Mahomes and Aaron Rodgers. Everyone's looking for value, or value, rather, (laughs) across the board. Let's all find the cheapest quarterback we can find in tournaments. But, like, we're talking about so much value this week at the running back position and wide receivers. Like let's spend up at quarterback and Patrick Mahomes. You're going to pay for Mahomes? Oh yeah, I am. Listen, I I know there's a possibility that he could sit out, you know, late in the fourth quarter or whatever. Maybe that means I'm going to get him at a low ownership. Maybe his price means I'm going to get him at a low ownership. He's two touchdowns away from 50. He's 200 yards away from 5,000. I think these are milestones that he's going to hit. I think he's going to be able to do enough against this Raiders team. And listen, this is a game that they want to win. They've lost a couple in a row. Now let's, Let's go in on a high note. Let's lock down that number one seed and get this division locked in because it is a must win for the Chiefs uh, to clinch the AFC South. And then there's Aaron Rodgers reminded us last week of what he can do. 40 plus fantasy points. I think 45 on DraftKings. Well, if you give him five quarters. Yeah, we gave him five quarters, gave him a little bit of time and overtime as well. Yes, uh, to hook up with Devontae Adams, but he had a couple rushing touchdowns. And this Detroit team is completely checked out. 32nd past EVOA, 31st overall on defense, according to Football Outsiders. So those are two quarterbacks that I think you're just going to get at a low ownership. We already know their, their ceiling is high.
1: All right, Ben, who you got? Is it a hot take to play Mahomes?
0: I'm, I'm a little confused. No, it, I'm just giving him <laughs> crap for paying up. That, it's as, the price. Price only. It's expensive. Yeah, As I figured. Um, I like Russell Wilson. Uh, so the Seahawks don't have that much to play for. But as far as I understand it, if they win, they, they can
1: avoid. The, look, they can get a matchup with the Cowboys as yes. opposed to a, like Rams. The Bears. Or, yeah, yeah, Bears. Yes.
0: And I would much rather play the Cowboys, which I think is exactly what the Seahawks are thinking. Pete Carroll's coming out saying they're playing their starters. I would, too, because I would much rather play the Cowboys. So I think the Seahawks go, um, you know, kind of pretty much all out in this game. And they're at home against these Cardinals that are checked out just super bad. So, um, right, Russell yeah. Wilson's been so <laughs> sorry, Mike, they've been so good. wilson <laughs> has been so good all year, even on limited pass attempts. We know the quarterback position is the one position that can be super uh productive even with uh with small volume uh, because the quarterbacks just touch the ball and throw so many passes regardless so uh at home russell wilson's been throwing so many touchdowns i I really like him and then i'm i'm into Jared goff in tournaments because it seems like everybody has soured on him but i think that it's important his own mother has soured
1: on him ben
0: (laughs) okay well that's not good but uh (laughs) I think it's important we talk about this all the time to zoom out a little bit. And if you look at the bigger picture, you see that he's still fourth in the league in passing yards per game, leads a Rams team that's second in yards per game, third in points per game. Uh, You know, C.J. Anderson's been great, but without Todd Gurley, it should fall a little bit more on his shoulders. We saw what Robert Woods was able to do last week. Still has Cook, still has Reynolds, still has Everett and Higby. So a lot to like there. Rams are motivated, as I continue to touch on, at home against the 49ers who I think are a little bit easier to throw on than run on right now. They're 25th in pass DVOA, even though they're pretty solid in terms of passing yards allowed. But um, golf's just that guy that could have a blow-up game, and I I think he'll be pretty low-owned. So a guy I'm interested in tournaments.
2: All right, let's
0: talk about running
2: backs. Chris Meaney. Yeah, so a couple of mid tier running backs here and Sony Michelle and Chris Carson and, and there is some risk in both of these guys. It's why I, I didn't suggest them in cash, it's just tournament plays. And for Michelle finally found the end zone last week. It's the first time in four games. He'd been getting all his touchdowns taken away. Devlin comes in, James White, like it, it was completely frustrating to, to roster Michelle over the past couple weeks, but there's a little bit of a silver lining, at least eighteen carries. 18 carries last week, rather 116 yards, but at least 17 carries in four of his past five games. So he's getting the touches still Patriots heavy home favorites 13.5 right now. Last time I checked. So this is a must win situation for them. They got some help last week uh, with a couple losses, one in particular with Houston so they can lock up home field get themselves uh, a buy in the first week and Brady's really just struggling this season and especially lately. I mean, last week 24 passing attempts is a season low for him only had 13 completions. I know the bills are pretty, you know, underrated defensively but i think they'll lean on the run game overall here and get themselves uh, that buy. and then chris carson i think is just slightly we talked about seattle and russell wilson and a must-win situation they probably are locked into that five seed i know they don't want to go down to the sixth seed and visit the rams or visit the bears but for carson just a lot of work lately 55 touches in his last two games four rushing touchdowns over that span 22 carries 90 rushing yards hit those marks in each of his last three games. So this is also a really good matchup. Arizona, 557 rushing yards allowed to backs over the last four weeks. That's just by point far to C.J. Most, Anderson, the, Chris. By far the most. Yeah, just, C.J. Sure. Just but point to here. that.
1: Man off street posts 150 <laughs> yards against team. Uh, exactly. I love Chris hey, he's Carson. He's fresh. <laughs> yeah, I love the Chris Carson play. He's one of my favorite guys this week. The only thing that can get in Chris Carson's way would be the return of Rashad Penny if they feel like mm. they want to tune right. him up. For whatever reason, so this is a you can't be one hundred percent sure, but his price yeah, is can. pretty amazing against that Arizona defense. All right, Ben, who you got?
0: Uh so two guys that would be cash game locks for me um if there wasn't questions about their playing time are Saquon Barkley and Jamal Williams. Uh, But there are some questions, so that's the only concern, um, just because we don't know exactly, because both teams are eliminated from the playoffs, but Saquon at home against the Cowboys, who I don't think that they're going to play many of their starters at all, so he would have an amazing matchup if they continue to play him, and I think they are going to because they want to you know, go out on top, go out on a high note with their their first-round pick. The Giants have had some momentum. I think you want to carry that into the offseason. They've been out of it for a little while, so it's not like you know, all of a sudden, oh, now we need to rest, guys. So if Saquon plays and we'll want to continue to watch the news uh, at home against backups in Dallas, when Saquon has been so good, third in the league in opportunities per game, third in total yards, tied for fourth in total touchdowns. He would be money in the bank if he gets the playing time. And then Jamal Williams, without Aaron Jones, has been getting it done. He's played on 87% and 95% of the offensive snaps over the past two weeks. He's averaged 20.5 opportunities per game over that span. he's talking about Aaron Rodgers. Well, if they continue to play, that's going to help Jamal Williams as well at home against Detroit. Um, you know, in a in a pretty good offense, and I think that because I talk about these guys from a tournament perspective, just because I think that since there are those playing time questions, that should make them lower owned. So because of that, against an average Lions run defense, Jamal Williams is in play for me as well. Fair enough. All right, wide receiver Chris Meany.
2: All
1: right, gonna spend down here. Yeah, we'll yeah finally, that's, that's what I like, <laughs> guys. Just give me all cheap players who have or like. <laughs> I mean, they have like a low probability of actually hitting, but I just want to come in with, I want like $10,000 left of my budget, just (laughs) just sitting in there so I can know that I'm saving money
2: you know, it's one of those weeks where you actually can't, And you know, if you're just new, it's a good point. You bring that up uh, because if you're just new to DFS, maybe your season long format is over and you're just, you know, trying to get involved here and you don't have to spend all of your money. I don't suggest leaving two, three grand off the board, but there's enough value on the board to leave six, seven, $800 off. And, you know, sometimes you can get too cute by just spending up when it's not really necessary. Like born is a great play is a cheap play. I think Robert Foster remains a cheap play. His dot is still among the highest, uh, in the, the national football league he's among wideouts with at least 30 targets it's by far the highest the next closest guy is Sean Jackson who's not going to play this week so it's looking like Xavier Howard is the Dolphins best corner is unlikely to play so it's great news for Josh Allen and Foster this is a duo we've talked about numerous times over the past couple weeks they have hooked up for two touchdowns over the last five games and Foster has at least 94 yards in four of his past six games 15 catches in his last three games as well, ever since they dumped Calvin Benjamin, Andre Holmes, a couple guys that weren't really doing anything. Foster's just getting all of those looks, 264 yards in his last three games. I was going to mention Godwin. I think he's a decent option as well with no Deshaun Jackson, but how about Deshaun Hamilton Is someone who remains pretty cheap and yes. continues to get a lot of looks as well. And tar- 30 targets in his last three games, ever since Emmanuel Sanders has been sidelined. He's getting a lot of work, 21 catches. I think he's a great play on DraftKings. Cheap, you get that point per catch playing in the slot, playing outside, some bubble screens, getting some looks inside the red zone, two touchdowns in his last three games as well. So he's cheap. Jameson Crowder is cheap, Bourne. A lot of these guys are fairly cheap, and they're getting a lot of looks.
0: All right, Ben, who you got? I mean, really what it comes down to is, don't you just feel like Tyreek Hill is due? (laughs) He hasn't had a huge game the last couple weeks. And again, at home, Chiefs are highly motivated against Oakland. Hill is tied for 15th in the league in targets per game fantastic matchup this could be a huge blow up spot for him at you know same for Robert Foster I like Foster as well these guys can win deep and if they can win deep they have a ton of upside and so just a reminder there with Tyreek Hill but I have a cheap option for you Mike his name is Benjamin his name is DeAndre Carter and uh you know no Will Fuller no Demarius Thomas unfortunately Um, And I will believe Kiki QT will be back on the field when I see it. So what that means is DeAndre Carter is the new number two wide receiver with Deshaun Watson, one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Yes, they're playing Jacksonville, but they're at home. The Texans are highly motivated. The Jaguars have nothing to play for. They've been embarrassing over the last month, so I'm not afraid afraid of the matchup at all. And you look at what DeAndre Carter has done, even with Demarius Thomas out there, he's played on 60% and then 75% of. The offensive snaps over the last two weeks. Last week he caught six of his seven targets for sixty one yards. I mean, you're seeing seven targets at a thirty six hundred dollar price at an ownership that's probably going to be five percent or lower. If he, you know, if he if he rises up to nine targets and he catches seven of them for seventy yards and he finds the end zone, we're in play here in week seventeen. So a guy that I find very interesting at a cheap price. I love it.
1: Let's talk about tight ends, Chris Meany.
2: Yeah, you know, sometimes this is a, this time of the year we see like backup tight ends and backup quarterbacks. You know, all the work that they had in practice. Second, and team now you're going to see the back to the backup, to the backup to the backup. Yeah. And Taylor Heineke uh, throwing throwing bombs to Ian Thomas. So, you know, listen. Not this at, week.
0: I li- I looked at the why. Yeah. Why not this week? He's out. It's the yeah. He's on who, the Ian. No, not Ian. No,
1: Taylor no, no, no. Ian. Ian is yeah. Oh, Heineke's out. Yes. Okay. All right. Sorry. Well, not,
2: not the worst news. Not the worst. Sorry for a second. he's like, I okay, Ian use, Thomas. Yes. <laughs> I like yeah. Heineke's on oh. the IR. Okay, so he's on IR, so we'll get the, we'll get the third string is what you're mentioning there that's yes. fine, but for Ian Thomas, you know with this will be the third different quarterback that throws balls his way over the last four weeks. surprisingly, he's third among tight ends and catches over that span with 20 just three behind Kittle and he's got 25 targets over the last four weeks, which ranks sixth out of his position so it's, it's not a bad spot it's fairly cheap, but uh, I guess if you're going to to cheap out, I love that ever call I mean you can spend you can save yourself another 500 dollars on DraftKings. yeah
0: Ben, who you got. I mean, how about that Chris Herndon one-handed catch last week, huh? Yeah, Herndon's um, a good player. Chris, he is a good player. I am sorry, Chris Herndon. I am no longer a skeptic. I've been looking at his playing time, and it's not, you know, through the roof, like 80-90% like I'd want it to, but I am done being a skeptic. He's played on at least 64% of the offensive snaps in seven straight games. Last week, he catches six of his seven targets for 82 yards and a touchdown. That's the stat line we're looking for DeAndre Carter this week. Uh, but he's he continues to make plays and he's pretty impressive gets new england who is okay against the pass obviously sam darnold has been playing really well and yes we're going to see how uh, he plays in new england it's probably not going to be as good but herndon should continue to get the targets and uh you know continues to be cheaper than i think he should be at only thirty four hundred dollars so if you're not feeling everett or if you have a little bit of cash to spend i prefer everett honestly but chris herndon's another interesting option all right let's talk about our favorite stacks of the week stack
2: attack we'll let you go first chris meany all right, I'll save the Steelers for Ben because I know he's <laughs> it's, it's either Brown or Juju, right? I mean, that is honestly the safest stack. I know it's, affordable, it's very expensive, but it's the safest one. I'll just go to a cheap one here, and, and one that's worked out recently is Josh Allen and, and Robert Foster. These two seem to be on the same page over the last six weeks now, and I mentioned O'Howard for the Dolphins, so I think it's one that you can get by. It's $1,100 on DraftKings.
1: All right, Ben, are you going to shock us?
0: Uh no no um but I mean we've talked about so many cheap options that I'm gonna say Big Ben A B and Juju because you oh. should be able to afford that mega stack it Big Ben's gonna go off as long as I'm not overreacting to A B's injury he's gonna be fine play all three of them Listen, James right. Conner back this week too potentially
1: that is very true and a stack that I'm loving. I'm going with Nick Foles, and I'm pairing him with Zach Ertz, and that's how I'm going to start out my team for the Battle Royale. DFS Battle Royale. You heard it. Nick Foles, Zach Ertz, they're both in my lineup. I'm taking the cheap running backs. We didn't mention him uh, yet in the podcast, but Royce Freeman, the matchup, look, the matchup sucks. But he's at home against the Chargers. He's only $3,500. He could potentially be a 20-touch running back. We are not sure how it's going to break down with Devontae Booker. Vance Joseph seems to have uh, some, like, some kind of blackmail against him from <laughs> Devontae Booker who continues yep. to find himself on the field. But if the Broncos are making the right move, it would be – Take this opportunity to evaluate Royce Freeman. So I'm plugging him in. Mm-hmm. Yes. My name is Jeff Wilson against the Los Angeles Rams. So, so cheap. I'm with Ben. I love the Steelers, so I've got Juju in here as my highest price guy, 8300 bucks. Kenny Galladay and his smooth routes in a meaningless game for the final NFL standings, but I think that Kenny is in a very good spot. Julian Edelman, Mr. Jules, and his magnificent beard. Going to be at home soaking up those targets. And I went with the guy that Chris Meany highlighted for my flex, Chris Godwin. I really like him this week, even if the backup, Brian Griffin, does come in. And then Buffalo at home against Miami, a team that has already turned on their quarterback before the season is even done. Chris Meany, who you
2: got? Yeah, I'm going to start at the quarterback position with Jay- with Josh Allen. I think he, again, Ooh. he remains pretty safe, so at 6000. This is more of a, um, you know, a cash lineup is we're sure. playing, you know three of us here in this in this little battle. So Allen at the quarterback position. I got Jamal Williams as well and CJ Anderson. I think they're both solid plays at the running back position. Antonio Brown, I'm all, I'm not worried either. I will keep an eye on his status going forward, but must must win situation for him. If he doesn't play all the juju, Robert Woods and then Foster as well. So I got both Robert guys in there. Gotta play them. And then I got Kittle at the tight end position. I'm going double tight end here as well. Everett in in my flex right. at twenty eight hundred dollars okay. and then the Eagles defense at twenty seven hundred. I think they're in a good spot as
0: well all right Ben who you got I've got that big Ben and AB stack as we've talked about I've got uh, Damian Williams CJ Anderson and Saquon Barkley and I'm going to round it out with Kendrick Bourne Sterling Shepard who we haven't talked about but I've been basically playing him every single week it it didn't work out a couple weeks ago but the the targets were still there doesn't sound like Odell Beckham's going to play wouldn't make much sense for him to against the backups Shepard should see the targets again Solid play, in my opinion. Got Gerald Everett at the tight end position, and I got the Chiefs defense to save some money and round it out.
1: So there you have it, week 17. I hope you took do- took home some fantasy championships last week. And from here on out, it's all about padding that bankroll. I am That's your host, Mike, the Fantasy Hitman, right for my colleagues, Ben Cummins, Chris Meany. We will see you next week because we're not going anywhere.